Welcome to Talking Up Eagle Mountain, where we discuss a variety of topics related to Eagle Mountain City government, services, programs, and goals. I'm Mayor Tom Westmoreland, and I'll be uh, your host for this episode. The subject uh, matter for today is our Pony Express Memorial Cemetery. Our guests are uh, Finn Kofed, our city recorder, and Steve Conger, uh, cemetery board chair. We also have with us our production team, Linda Peterson and Evan Barrett. Well, Steve, thanks for being here for this uh, this podcast. Yeah, uh, for sure. Being on the board and also being uh, on our uh, UFA fire department gives you some unique perspective. Uh, so, um, yeah, what, what can you tell us uh, a little bit about your involvement uh, with the cemetery and its inception here in Eagle Mountain? You bet, Mayor. Uh, so about... Uh Nine years ago, I think it was, that, uh, that I started getting involved in the cemetery. And at that time, uh, you know, we did not have one, and we needed one. I saw a need. Working in the fire department, I see some tragedies in, in our families and our residents, and, and unfortunately there, there is that need. And, and so I had approached, um, I believe it was Mayor Jackson at the time, and, and talking with her, I said, do we have any plans? Is there any ideas for a cemetery? And, and she says, yes, actually, we're, we have a board and you need to be on it. <laughs> and so I got involved in kind of an interesting way, but uh, it's something I do care about a lot. And, and I think any city needs really to be uh, established as a city is to have its own cemetery. Well, you're absolutely absolutely right. Uh, before we had the cemetery, it really seemed like the city wasn't quite complete because we're we're a very family oriented city, and uh, when tragedy strikes, uh, it just seemed to be uh, make things harder not having a cemetery here in Eagle Mountain uh, and uh, being able to provide that service to be able to keep. Uh, you know, keep loved ones close by. Yeah, and that, that's what I found is that, you know, I think everybody's new in Eagle Mountain. You know, like even, I've been here 20 years, but I still feel new. And, and that means a lot of people have moved here from somewhere else, whether it's out of state or even within Utah, and they want to bury their loved ones here because this is, this is home now. Yeah, once people put down roots, they don't want to be scattered around and uh, have uh, ties and obligations elsewhere that just make things inconvenient. So uh, what can you tell us about the cemetery uh, board uh, goals and accomplishments to this point? Um, there's been some great progress over the years. We, um, when we first started, um, it, you know, it was just an empty field, sagebrush and tumbleweed like the rest of Eagle Mountain. But uh, we had a vision and we got the, the board involved as well as our parks and rec department is just incredible in what they've done. So there's, you know, landscaping and irrigation that happened the first year, a little road that went in. And then we, the next year as we had budget, we built a, a monument entrance and a wall and a, and a fence to kind of give it a border. And, and then a shade structure, flagpole, some kind of small amenities that start to, to build it. And uh, it's, it's looking amazing. Uh, it, it's it's only about what a little less than three acres of seventeen that we have, so there's room to grow, but uh, but it's a beautiful place to. to it meditate. is shaping up, and what's really 
fun, if that's the right word to use, or at least gratifying about that cemetery site, is that so many of our residents came together to make it happen. Yes. And, and donated time, donated money, resources, just to make it a nicer place. Yeah. So we also have with us uh, Finn Kofed, our city recorder. Thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure. My pleasure. So uh, from your perspective, Finn, then uh, tell us a little bit about policies and procedures regarding the the cemetery. Let's talk a little bit about the the business end of it, if you will. You bet. Um, So residents and non-residents can purchase spaces within the cemetery. Um, The purchase price is $550 for a resident and a non-resident is a thousand dollars and individuals can purchase up to eight spaces and the interment fees are separate um, they can be paid at the time of interment um, three hundred dollars for an adult and then an infant is two hundred dollars um, there are additional fees for weekend and holidays um, while there are restrictions placed on some holidays. We, we don't uh, actually allow um, for services on, on certain holidays. Um, residents or individuals outside of the city can contact my office at any time and um, make arrangements to come in and uh, look at the, the spaces that are available and purchase them. Currently, we don't have any um, options for payments, uh, payment plans. Um, so right now, uh, people need to pay as they purchase. Um, we always encourage people to try and plan ahead if they can. Um, there have been some challenging times as we've met with families of deceased loved ones, and um, it's a, a difficult time, and we do everything we can to make it as easy as possible for them to come in, meet with us, and uh, purchase the spaces and, and get things arranged. But as we meet with people and talk to them, uh, as they show interest in purchasing a space, uh, we share with them how they're helping their families because no one plans to bury a child. Um, but for those of us who are a little older, we are doing our our kids a favor by planning ahead and just taking care of a few uh, arrangements like that that your kids or siblings or whatever won't have to necessarily take take care of for us. I am sure that it is uh, very comforting to have things like that taken care of uh, ahead of time so that uh, a family or individual isn't having to uh, deal with it uh, during their time of crisis, particularly when you're talking about families. And we have uh, quite a few families here, and and some of them are fairly large. And so uh, certainly to make preparations can ensure that uh, those families have um, family plots, if you will. I don't don't know exactly what the right designation is, but certainly uh, when we do visit a cemetery and, and remember our uh, deceased family members, uh, I know it's, it's, just, it's just comforting to be able to have family together. So, uh, so those preparations can be quite helpful. Definitely. And as I mentioned before, that um, people can purchase up to eight spaces that would allow for a family area, if you, if you will. 
and uh, you can designate who you want those spaces for, and you can transfer those to whoever you want to as well. So now. Finn, we've talked about uh, how uh, Steve has had some personal experience uh, that's very touching, where he's gotten to know these family members uh, very personally uh, right in crisis mode. And uh, so he's become quite uh, familiar and, and, and emotionally connected with, uh, with the cemetery and the individual's uh, and, and families that have been impacted. But you too have had your own unique experiences being the, the city recorder. What can you tell us about uh, your experiences as a recorder and someone calls or someone comes into your office? What, what can you share with us? You know, it's, it's one of the things that while I don't look forward to it, I appreciate the privilege of being able to help people through these difficult times. Um, I do everything that I can to make it as easy as possible, try and cut out whatever bureaucracy that I can. Um, and every, diff every situation is different, but you definitely do connect with people. It's hard not to go through a situation like that and not become emotionally, somewhat emotionally involved or connected with these people. And we've had over 50 interments and I've made personal connections with most of these people. And these are relationships that I think I will always have. And Sometimes we talk, sometimes we cry, sometimes we don't talk at all, but the, the bond is there and whether it's me or my staff or our sexton or our guys out prepping the, the site, we're all dedicated to doing what we can for the families and making it um, as, as I said, as, as easy as possible, as challenging as a time as it is for the residents. But it's not, you're always impacted by it. And I remember everyone. And uh, come Memorial Day, I think about those people. And there's a special place in my heart for for those that I have met, and um, and as long as I'm here at the city, I hope always to be able to be a comfort to those that are dealing with these difficult times. Well, I think, Finn, uh, in this particular service that the city provides, I think that you are an excellent representative and ambassador there, someone that can... Uh, uh, take on uh, or, or take from a family some of that burden and get that taken care of for them and still yet uh, being very sensitive to, uh, to what they're experiencing. And as you have said, uh, bonding, bonding with them at that, at that critical time. So now uh, there's 
some history. You know, so cemeteries really are history, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we have, even though this cemetery is is fairly new, and uh, our, our city is is not uh, not terribly old either, but we do have some history, and some of it is very interesting, particularly in relation to the cemetery. Uh, so let's talk for a moment about. Tell us the story, and I know that Finn and Stevie both have have some perspective on this. Tell us about uh, uh, one our uh, you know our, our first individual that really uh, his passing really uh, put this project in overdrive and, uh, and, and and brought everyone together to make it happen. And and he was a unique individual, and uh, his story is uh, worth telling. So what? Tell us, tell us the story. Well, I will start. Um, so LeVar Thompson was a, was an awesome gentleman that lived out in this valley for a long time. And he, he was, uh, he was, I would just say like kind of a cowboy, you know, and he just loved the rodeo. And, and, and so when, when it came to where, uh, he had passed and I actually had responded to his home, uh, when he had died and was there with his family and um, had a chance to speak with the family, and, and they said, you know, he really wanted to, to be buried in Cedar Valley. This, he just loved this place out here, and, and is there anywhere to, to put him? And, and uh, I, I, we had just gotten the land uh, secured, and, and we were filing it to, with the county, right, to plot it out. And, and it seemed like it was just this critical period, but I said, you know, come, come to city council meeting and maybe we can, maybe we can push this through. And, and, and there, his wish was throw me out in the dirt, just throw me out in the dirt and I'll be happy. And so it, it happened to where they came to council meeting and, and, uh, talked to the city and Finn worked really hard getting it pushed forward, uh, and within a couple weeks, they, they had him kind of waiting down at Wing Mortuary in, in Lehigh. And, and uh, when it came time, they, they were able to walk out in the dirt because it was just unlandscaped uh, sagebrush and tumbleweed. And they, they said, this is where we want to put Dad. And they, they were able to bury him there. LeVar gave us the push that we needed to get things done. And the, the plat for the cemetery hadn't yet been recorded. And I remember Diane coming in and my heart kind of sank because projects like this take time. And Ifo Pili came to me at the end of the meeting. He's like, Finn, can you do it? And I said, give me six weeks. And we got it done in four. Wow. And uh, then we were able to bury LeVar in the field. Yep. And then the cemetery was built up around him. Yeah, it was the best. They had an orange construction fence around his grave. And <laughs> everything else got finished. You know, irrigation went in, landscaping, all around LeVar. So. And, and, and so fitting, too, really. It because really is. We're, we're talking about a, a rugged individual, pioneer spirit, uh, that uh, and and well, and his family too. I mean, they they really didn't ask for anything more than sagebrush, mm-hmm. and they were quite comfortable with that. And and 
being able to literally <laughs> build the cemetery around him is just it just a, makes for a great story, uh, great individual, a great family uh, that uh, were. Uh, they were willing to wait as long as that took, as long mm-hmm. as it took, to to get this done, and. Uh, the 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 great thing about this too is that you have um, places like Wing Mortuary. They were willing to work with us, and um, they kept him safe mm-hmm. while we got our business taken care of. And then when we were ready, they came out and we got things done. That was really an exciting experience from my perspective to see the city come together for a family like that and everybody work overtime and just do what they had to do to make it happen. That was, uh, that was just a fascinating experience to see that, to see everyone come together. So one of my favorite events uh, each year is our Memorial Day uh, celebration. So uh, Finn, can you just tell us a little bit about that just sure. briefly? We actually get to invite all of our, uh, all of the residents that we have come in touch with over the past few years who have purchased spaces over there or have loved ones who are buried there, and then also invite anyone uh, from the city or the public who, who would like to participate. We do it on Memorial Day at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, the cemetery board, we come together and uh, like a well machine, well oiled machine, excuse me. We, uh, we know our roles and what we need to do. We line up some speakers and some um, musical acts. Um, we have uh, a great turnout, and uh, it's about a 45-minute to an hour celebration. And uh, we, we get, it gets better every year. And so we hope to continue doing that. Steve, I don't know if I've left anything out with that. No, that's great. That, I think... The other thing that we get to do is is connect with those people that we've made connections with, as, as Finn and I have discussed. You know, the, all those families that we now are a part of and love, we see them at least once a year and kind of talk to them about how they're doing. And and I love to drive by on on a you know, and I, I occasionally will see families sitting out there, and I, I love that mm-hmm. that place is built for a place of reflection that people can go to. It's a very peaceful place. I invite anyone to go and just sit there and feel of, of the peace that's there. And it is nice to see it uh, grow and improve uh, with the landscaping and the facilities, uh, with all the, all the effort that's being put in out there. And uh, certainly uh, with our Memorial Day event, it's a great way, with all the events going on in Memorial Day, uh, it's a great way to start the day in reverence and remembering those that have gone before us. So thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for this conversation. Uh, so I want to introduce to you, uh, so Nisha Murray is an Eagle Mountain resident who became involved with the cemetery in its early stages after her son Max passed away. Linda Peterson uh, spoke with Nisha and Finn uh, earlier, and that's, uh, that was pre-recorded, so we'll introduce it now. This is Linda Peterson. I am here with Nisha Murray, Eagle Mountain resident, and our city recorder, Finn Kofed. And we're discussing the Pony Express Memorial Cemetery and have invited Nisha here today because she has a very personal connection to the cemetery 
And Nisha, would you like to share your experience with the cemetery and your continued involvement with it and tell us about your story? Sure. So um, we actually call it Max's Place. Um, We have a little guy. He was just short of six months old who passed away and um, definitely brought us a surprise and didn't expect to go through that journey as a mom and dad and a husband and a wife. And um, when that crossroads came for us, we were told to kind of check out any cemetery that was around us. And we had heard Eagle Mountain had had one, but we really didn't know where it was at or where it was located. Um, We had been residents of Eagle Mountain for almost 10 years then. And so we just thought, okay, let's reach out to Eagle Mountain because we're residents here. And so we just want to see if maybe it's a little bit closer. And Several of our friends had said, you know, go to the cemeteries, get a feeling and see what you want and don't just pick the first one. And um, my husband contacted Finn and we got on a go and came here and kind of picked out a spot and thought, okay, maybe this is where we need to be. And we drove up to the cemetery and there was just an overwhelming feeling. And we knew that this is where Max needed to be. Um, it's a beautiful, absolutely beautiful. We, we were kind of new to the cemetery. Max was number 13, I believe. And um, it's definitely grown since the last three years. And um, it's been exciting and definitely rewarding to see the different things that have come into the cemetery and just how beautiful it actually, actually is. Um, it's a place of peace for me. I go every week and see Max and visit with him and have a chance to be able to just be solace and and just find a familiarity of him and what was once him with just his life and what we had with him and it's beautiful and the mountains surround the entire like everywhere you look the mountains are there and definitely homes are coming in a lot more than we expected and but for us um, that morning that Max we celebrated him and his life um, it had snowed the couple of weeks before and so the mountaintops were covered in snow but it was beautiful and the sun was bright and the sky was blue and one of the things that I wanted to be able to remember Max was releasing red balloons and we have several pictures of just hundreds and hundreds of red balloons being released up off of the mountaintops just across from Eagle Mountain and we absolutely love those pictures and cherish them and are so grateful so Finn has been truly an angel in our life um I remember when I came in I I was pretty much an uncontrollable mama. Um, definitely was not an experience that I wanted to experience. No parent does. And Finn asked me, what can I do for you? And I remember telling her, I need a fire truck. And she just kind of like wide-eyed like, what? And our guy, little Max, loves fire trucks. And not only did Finn get us one fire truck, but she got us two fire trucks. And we had a line of firemen that saluted us and honored us as we came into Max's place and it will be something that we forever cherish and every um, year on Max's birthday we celebrate with fire trucks and we have had Eagle Mountain come out and do fire truck tours or we just did a um, we do a t-shirt fundraiser every year for Max and we were able to record it at the fire station this year and so it's been just a, such a wonderful and just feel very united in Eagle Mountain and the community that's here and I think that this will always be home for us. 
That's amazing. I'm glad that you have a place close to home where you can visit regularly and keep those traditions and those connections alive with him. And uh, Finn Kofed, our city recorder, uh, manages our our cemetery plots and um, helps the families in these situations. And she has been spearheading an effort to start an angel garden in the cemetery. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Finn? Sure. This is something that we didn't have available at the time when um, Max passed away. And Max is actually placed between two spaces. Um, So Nisha and Steve purchased two spaces and Max is is in in the middle. Um, With the Angel Garden, we have reserved the northwest end of the cemetery and um, this will be reserved for infants and children where parents can come and purchase a space. Um, We just recently started the project. Uh, We'll have a monument placed in the central part of that uh, part of the cemetery and have a, um, a little garden area, a little seating area for people to come down. And um, it will be an area of hope, um, an area of remembrance. And it's nothing any parent wants to go through. Um, but uh, the, the statue that we're planning on putting out there is from the story of the Christmas box. It's uh, Richard Paul Evans. It's a sculpture, and it's a sculpture sculpture of an angel with its hands held up, and it's a symbol of hope. And everything that Nisha explained that the cemetery is to her is what her and her family is is what we hope to provide to all of our residents and those that choose Eagle Mountain as a final resting place for their loved ones. It needs to be a place, it is a place of solace, um, a place where people can go and remember their loved ones and feel at peace. Um, Nisha inspired us to look at options for some shade in the cemetery. I saw her many times out there sitting in the sunshine um, with her children or on her own. And while she may have been enjoying the day, there were times I'm sure that it was really hot. Um, We have a lot of trees that have been planted over in the cemetery, but not much shade. So one of the projects that we did was we built a gazebo over there. And um, if people want to go out and and spend some time out out there and seek some shade, they have that opportunity. But um, it is a special place, and that feeling that you expressed um, when you go out there, that's the feeling that we felt when we chose that site. There's something special about it, and um, we, we hope that when people are faced with this in their lives that uh, we can be of help to them and provide exactly what you described, Nisha and that our angel garden too will be a place of hope for those parents. I'd like to thank both of you for taking the time to talk to us today and we look forward to the additional development of the angel garden and Max will always have a legacy at Pony Express Memorial Cemetery being the first infant um, to have a site there and grateful that you, Nisha, um, live close that you can visit regularly and keep him close to your family's heart as well. 
Thank you, Finn, for all you do for um, helping these families uh, with the process of the cemetery. And um, that's all for now. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our uh, guests for joining us uh, for our conversation about our Pony Express Memorial uh, Cemetery. And uh, if, if there are any uh, topics that you would like us to cover here on Talking Up Eagle Mountain, please let us know. So thank you for listening.